welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Misfits. This is season five, episode four. I believe we're halfway there to uh, to wrapping up this lovely journey. This episode, Like a Stroke of Old, was written by John Brown, directed by Lawrence Goh. I gave this episode a 9 out of 10. It premiered 11-13 of 2013. That is coincidentally my sister and my mother's birthday. You heard that right. My sister was born, the youngest child, on my mom's birthday. So that's interesting, their relationship. (laughs) So we got a lot of Rudy in this episode him coming to some realizations a little bit of jess and rudy developing their friendship and then we have some odds and ends with our other characters that i expected this to kind of go you know rudy's been one of the ones we've had for a very long time so exploring his arc as the dominant one i think makes sense everyone else we just don't have enough time to get to know them but they are playing better secondary characters than they did in season four. And I am referring mostly to Finn. And Alex, he's just a whole bunch of funny ass <laughs> delivery lines. I, I didn't realize how much I liked him more so when he was not Jess's boyfriend. <laughs> so Rudy wakes with the sun shining on him out of red spice or old spice i'd recognize that bottle anywhere no toilet paper no milk and apparently clothes as he has on finley's since rudy 2 has gone for several days now which is longer than they've ever been apart and he is the one that usually takes care of him he claims he does not care that he is gone and wants to celebrate the fact but abby reminds him that Rudy 2 is part of the Scooby crew with Finn is Shaggy, Jess is Velma. <laughs> Jess was like, fuck off. They're at the bar having drinks. I did laugh when Rudy went around taking everyone's shot and drinking it saying, fuck off. But he tells Jess to have a good evening, even though she was waiting. The next morning, he is naked on the locker room floor. Like, what the hell? All types of exposed to his crew, ranting that he can't take care of himself. This is not what he's used to. That's what Rudy too did. This more responsible aspect of his persona is another person and he got all of that. So now Rudy has none of that. Did I say his name weird? Probably. Uh, The way Jess was visually thinking I can work with that when she was looking at his penis, I was dying. She was like, wait, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Finn complains about people who litter. Alex, well, he calls them scum of the earth. Alex replies, we kill people frequently. An old man stumbles upon them and Rudy realizes that it's Rudy too, since they have identical tattoos and wonders what happened to him. How did he turn into an 80-year-old man? Jess connects with Rudy, too, when they're all in his very small (laughs) little flat room there. He recognizes her and tells her that her hair is pretty when it's wet. 
Ben mentions the obvious that it must be storm related and Abby thinks it may be or have something to do with the support group that Rudy 2 has been attending and then well that secret's out of the bag. Rudy of course doesn't think that talking about your feelings is something meant to be done in a support group but bottled up into anger and resentment until you possibly drink yourself to death. Jess calls as her patient Rudy 2 is hungry and she tells him he needs to be the one looking after Rudy 2 since he's basically done it for you all of this time. At the support group they go undercover with Finley. I just love the fact that he calls him Finley meeting a guy i forgot what his name was who has uh, a power which manifests every time he lies about his sexuality landing him in the nearest closet that was hilarious he's literally trapped in the closet and (laughs) then he's like fuck off that is um very serious but poignant (laughs) he tells him about alex who can take away someone's powers it's a friend of his and tells him where he can be located at community service because you are a bitch abby only wanting to get the biscuits meets mark who is trapped inside of his literal shell as a tortoise rudy one hears about how rudy two feels about him his hurt at night introducing him to their parents embarrassed by his behavior that he's ashamed of him he tells everyone to fuck off and move on old rudy two tells jess about a story where chocolate melted all over the leather seats on the way to a seaside vacation their dad wasn't even angry just brought him another one rudy comes in very upset that rudy would talk about him to other people and was ashamed of him but jess tells him to get the fuck out and to get away from him before comforting rudy too the next day he allows him to wear shorts like he's going for a walk in the park very quickly he loses him and they run into greg who's simply too damn much i'm glad we only saw one scene of him because man he has the same type of interaction every time and i really this week wished he was dead rudy says he means nothing to him so jess says that he is her granddad yelling at rudy that he needs to get his shit together because rudy too is his responsibility Finley still thinks the old woman is the culprit named Maggie and that he followed her home after the support meeting. They keep talking about how he has eight GSEs. I don't even know what that means. He leaves Rudy too in a storeroom alone with a Cornetto. Because you are a bitch. I still don't remember his name, but the guy that is trapped in the <laughs> in the closet. <laughs> Uh, shows up to introduce himself to alex and immediately knows finn is responsible when short is uh put together in a sentence he says you monkey face fuck he tells him he doesn't have sex with men and doesn't care what his sexuality is when the dude protests too much (laughs) i'm sorry it's so funny every time that happens (laughs) he poofs away 
And his response was like, yeah, I'm going to keep eating this sandwich. Finn and Rudy show up at Maggie's. She is not surprised to see Rudy too, as he always comes by on Wednesdays to help her out. But she is wondering why he busted through her door like that. (laughs) And she tells him that he will be fixing that lock. Then he is given the task with Finley to fix a jigsaw puzzle, but he clearly does not know how to do that. She tells him he should leave the awful Rudy one, seeing as he doesn't treat him right and can learn to look after himself. While getting her pink yarn, he sees the jumper and admits she knits the future on said jumpers. One of them, I think if you were looking for a clue, we're definitely a clue in this episode. He meets Tim at the bar who comes in with a bag of money. Tim is the guy that uh, technically killed Simon and he has a gun in said bag with money and thinks that he screwed up again. Rudy tries asking him what he thinks he should do to snap himself back into reality. He says maybe I should snap the ban. He loses control and points the gun at Rudy but Rudy is able to snap his van and his psyche back into the real. And he says, thanks. You're welcome. You're a good friend. You're not so bad yourself. Finley, dude, drink that shit up. (laughs) That whole interaction had me dead. Rudy, though, is beginning to understand that Rudy, too, does go around trying to help people and doesn't even brag about it. They pass by a couple who are getting it on and yes that is freaking Fanola from Debris Rian Steel. He recognizes the male Rudy and says he has somewhere he has to be. He goes back to retrieve Rudy too, Rudy that is, but Jess has found him locked in the storeroom and is pissed telling him that this is not a fucking joke. This is your family. This is someone who is a part of you. You need to fucking do better getting all types of emotional which makes him cry as he apologizes realizing that he really did fuck up reconciling also the enormity of the situation as he tells him when he's like oh don't be sad just get some you know i'm tired he's like you get some sleep i'll get you some dinner and we can watch tv together mr johnson watches this whole interaction and tells rudy too that while he didn't mean for this to happen this way he can't let go of the woman he loves causing rudy too to freak out as he realizes that he is leaving him to be an old man rudy steps up and decides to do the right thing promising not to leave him again and the next day he has you know said this is a really good person he would do it all for you we're gonna help take care of him color quoting the schedule Alex was like laminated nice (laughs) and Jess is impressed that he has decided to finally step up as they watch him during community service Abby asked Alex for a favor fuck her tortoise (laughs) he said let me take a minute to think about that does he look like a bitch she gave him quite the inspirational speech too like come on man you're the only person that could do something with your powers I can't do anything. You could be a force for good. Use your power for good. Be a super- superhero. Fuck my tortoise. 
Rudy's even doing laundry and recognizes the sweater Rudy too is wearing and thinks it's his ass flying. Jess says, if it's us, then why is there only four of them? He says, because Finn is so short, nobody can knit that fucking small. Him <laughs> and dragging the shit out of his shortness. And I love it. They share a moment and want to, and she wants to hear the story about the seaside vacation where he buried his tank in the sand, but then lost it. His parents, like, basically looked everywhere for that tank on the beach until 15 years later, a little boy dug it up and found it. They got the tank back. This causes Rudy, you know, some emotions to land in his eyeballs. So Jess offers a movie and some crisps. Abby's words did inspire uh, Alex to offer to have sex with the guy who wants to remove his powers. But he says, the irony is that I'm going to have to have anal sex with you. (laughs) And the issue is that I'm fucking you because you are saying you're not gay and you don't want anyone to know or you are gay. Well, that's the thing. You are gay. You don't want anyone to know. So you want to get rid of your power. But essentially, this act will out you. (laughs) He admits that his dad won't accept his sexuality. He tells him his dad's a dick and that's his issue. And uh, this is enough to get him to accept what's going on. And uh, he ends up leaving. But he decides to take a shot saying you wouldn't want to get a drink later. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably, you did say you're not into men. Rudy tried to take his shot as well, stretching his hand to uh, touch Jess. But she freaks out and he thinks better of it. But she smiles knowing what was up. Rudy too has a heart attack the next day after breakfast and a random electrician woman saves his life and it looks like it's love at first shock (laughs) see what i did okay jess joins him on the roof and he fears being on his own once he is gone saying rudy too is going to die not today but it is gonna be soon and then once he's gone like who's gonna look after him once he becomes that age she says you know you'll just do the normal thing meet someone have kids so on and so forth a normal life but he doesn't think anyone would want to settle down with him she tells him a home may be the best thing for rudy too as that's what they did for her grandfather and he asks if she'll come with him and she says of course i will and that that lean arm support and the uh the height difference i was feeling it they put him in a home though it breaks rudy's heart Mr. Johnson is trying to convince his love to leave and spots the man whose youth he stole once again. He gives Rudy to the tank when he comes to visit. Rudy, that is, that he loves so much. And upon visiting, learns how Rudy too used to visit someone named Lynn Johnson from Naomi, the nurse that Lynn Johnson is in love with. And Lynn Johnson also mysteriously disappeared. He visits his room and finds an old photo of him. How Naomi was his nurse and never saw that photo is beyond me. Just as he is, Mr. Johnson is telling Rudy too that he got to go as to not ruin things for him. Placing a pillow over his face intending to kill him. And I will say them forgiving him for his actions um, (laughs) 
so very quickly. Maybe they just knew he was des desperate and his life sucked. So, like, it was for good intentions. But, dude, you, you were going to take me out the game. That's not... We're just glossing over that. Rudy stops him just in time. And that's why I was like, how you gonna call him your friend? Being like, oh yeah, he used to let me swap with him. I can switch my age with anybody. And then I decided, well, I'm gonna stay young forever and you can just die in my place. <laughs> but Rudy forces them to swap back. Because he says, if you don't, then I'm gonna tell Naomi by showing her that photo of you and then things will be ruined. So, yeah, so sad. This is your first time falling in love at the age of 80, but... <laughs> and then he's like 80, falling in love with a freaking younger woman. Yeah, that's too much. The two Rudys very happily reunite with Rudy 2, being proud that Rudy 1 took very good care of him. Alex thanks Finn for his referral as it made him realize he could be doing more to help people. Abby still ain't getting her tortoise fuck as she kisses Mark and keeps him in her locker. They're like, dude, how did you just take this, this, um, this Mark? You took the tortoise and you just kidnapped him. Rudy makes a long sell to ask Jess out for a drink with a promise of a better future than the mess that he is. And she accepts. At the support group, Rudy 2 is excited that the jumper is their destiny, telling Sam that he met the electrician lady and that they all might be proper superheroes. Maggie then knits three people dead in pools of blood. What does that mean? Something incredibly scary. So, very good episode. I like how they're moving the plot along, that they are giving the powers they're due having more people with powers around, how they're affecting people in different ways. I like all of that. Tim needs to be in a mental hospital, but he definitely needs more help than just this, this one friend. But I guess when no one else understands and he is able to help him, that's what so he does. He puts himself in danger to help this guy. And that's to show that Rudy too really does have a, a pure heart. Especially as he forgives the guy that tried to snuff him out with the pillow. We do have some feedback from Shy, so let's hear what she said about this episode. Christina, it's me, Shy. I'm here to give my thoughts on Misfits Season 5, Episode 4. Well, this was a interesting episode, I must say. <laughs> I don't know, I don't quite know how to describe my thoughts on it. I mean, it was just strange. I guess that's that's all I can that's the only thing that comes to mind is strange um it just started out just I don't I mean it's just like out of the blue you know Rudy 2 well actually Rudy 1 of course being extra I'm like dang we'll get 
this Rudy back lovely anyway and then Rudy 2 apparently just disappeared off the face of the earth after the last episode where he got rescued by Sam and then this one he's gone and so it's like what's going on and then we see the old guy we come to find out that's Rudy so Rudy 2 I should say so we're on the hunt to find out what happened um how did this happen how do you fix it and it's like what do you even begin it's I mean that's the thing it's like it was so random the whole thing so it was so hard to figure out how would they find out what happened and of course he's not being coherent in the older Rudy too and so it's like there's something's gotta give in order to break the case so to speak and of course it happened in the most <laughs> I don't know how to... uh, anyway so oh we see um Fanola I'm like wow you watch these British shows and and see where some of the um British characters come from that are on American TV shows now like oh hey Fanola anyway i remember she was a nurse in a nursing home in this one so i i guess the i don't know his name the guy that had the power like why did he how did he was rudy too um volunteering at the home is that how he got he switched you know he took his age i mean you know took yeah took his age um from him Cause I'm like, how did he even get a hold, get in touch with Rudy? Um, and did did he? I must have missed that part. I don't know. I kind of maybe I blanked out on some parts of this because it wasn't making a lot some sense at times. So I might have missed it, or it wasn't engaging me. I should say, because this show is, it is what it is. I don't know. I I can't put my finger on it so that's the only thing I could think of because I'm like how because that's what I was thinking when it just didn't make sense to me <laughs> I keep going back to that so I guess I'll just wait on your podcast because I, I must have missed something maybe I fell asleep or something I don't know I didn't go back and watch so it just the part is missing it's like it doesn't make sense to me about how that guy got a hold of Rudy too and then switched and then it's like so nobody is suspicious of the other guy disappearing i forget his name and then that rudy it just ended up what um walking the streets yeah just i don't know i mean it's it was just very i don't know the um i don't know how to say it the the how the how the the storyline progressed was a little i'll use your word chunky clunky whatever it it just it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't I'm, it's friday and then my brown telling you this is this is what i'll talk about christina i i literally you know when i my brain is tired when i've been thinking and decisions and on and on and on, on all day at the end of the day it's like it's hard for me to articulate my thoughts or put my thoughts together and find words sometimes 
so I don't know so I whatever I'm trying to say it just didn't go smooth the storyline wasn't smooth and then we have um Tim so he's not video game guy now Tim we got a name um he again relapsed apparently and that's so I'm like this dude is dangerous I hear what you're saying I hear what you say Christina but come on this, I mean it's not like it's 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 a he's he murdered people and I don't think he should be out of jail until you know it's there you know there's a, a little bit more time has passed and we can assure the public safety <laughs> that this guy is not gonna just go you know cray cray again and pick up a gun and think that he's in a video game again I like I think I, yeah, I don't know, but I, I understand. I hear what you're saying, but I, it's just not gonna make sense to me that he's out this soon with, without there being a little bit more time and and just have him out in the street when there's a chance that he can kill people. But whatever. Yeah, I mean, we see it in this episode. Dude just went well tell me he got a rubber band and he don't even snap the rubber band so what's how effective was that i mean rudy had the snap the rubber band like what so okay anyways and then we have the gay guy that's in the closet and because he's not he's not acknowledging that he's gay every time he doesn't acknowledge it he goes in the closet <laughs> literally so that that was interesting i guess um i can't remember his conversation with alex so but alex had a heart to heart with him and apparently helped him realize that he had to accept himself for who he is and then that'll you know that'll kind of help with the power so if he's okay with being gay and he won't disappear into a closet so by accepting himself so that there you go he didn't have to do to do in order to get rid of his powers just help them with a heart to heart so what what a character progression for alex there's development i should say so we really are going down this road of jess and rudy one why can't it be Rudy too? Why? Why? Why did she pick this one? No. Anyway. <laughs> so. Oh gosh. So I'm preparing myself for this storyline. I'm mentally preparing myself for whatever. I just it just seems so weird. But then again, I we weren't expecting Simon and Alicia to get together either. But. Simon wasn't man he was creepy okay I guess I don't know <laughs> just Rudy oh anyway sorry um what else what else happened I don't even like I said I don't even understand this age storyline and it just so happens that he's there and then he sees Rudy one and I guess he gets confused and tries to kill the old but then when he sees the old guy what does he think that the guy is switching back and forth like rudy switches from young to old young to old i don't know 
that whole thing, I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't a fan. I'm not gonna lie. I just wasn't a fan. I mean, I guess that's the bottom line on that one. This one wasn't my favorite. Then we got Abby falling in love with the tortoise. So that should be interesting. So is she trying to turn him into a person? Mark, Mark the tortoise. So that, yeah. I'm very interested in if she is successful in her in her thing. So she has him in the in her little locker and feeds him and takes care of him and kisses on him and loves on him. So very interesting that one. And I can't remember what Finn did this episode, so it must not have been that important. Um, we still got probation guy Greg being weird and just just weird. I mean, just just I don't. Who's this guy? I mean, why does he gotta be that way? Why does he have to act like that? That's the thing that gets me. It's like, do you have to be like that? Can't you just act normal and just hey, who's this? Without being angry about it. But that's all I got. I'm at 10 minutes, so I'm trying to be very, very, um, get better at making sure these things stay at around 10 minutes. So, um, until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, Shy. That was Shy with her thoughts on the episode. I will say that <laughs> you're like, oh, it's weird for Jess and Rudy one. But you are half shipping the tortoise. And I know you're going to be like, I didn't say shipping. But you was like, I'm interested to see where the tortoise and Abby go. But there's nothing weird about that. Nothing weird at all, huh? <laughs> um, the, the story went like this. Because you weren't a fan of it. But you did miss half of what it actually was about. So basically, Rudy too was volunteering at this old folks home. This whole episode was basically a chance for Rudy one to actually see what his other self is doing with his time. And he almost has to retrace his his week on how he lives his life. And he realizes that this person is giving and good. And he had volunteered at this old folks home where he ended up being placed at the end of the episode which led to the conclusion of mr johnson mr lynn johnson you know having to confront um rudy too for the last time now i won't say i preferred the confrontation that was indeed i wouldn't have been so forgiving but um yeah so he had explained that rudy too while volunteering at this home had agreed to swap out for an hour a week um mr johnson allowing him to be be young and free but he was in love with his nurse and so he once he was young and free he wanted to try to start a life with her since she was receptive to his affections and then um he just kept seeing rudy two or rudy one around the estate so he realized he needed to take out, if he was going to have this life, try to take him out. And that's where the story did get a little <laughs> sideways. It was an okay plot. I thought it was effective uh, for me anyway. How it worked uh, was mostly him learning about what kind of person he really can be and kind of is in a different, 
in a different person now um i know you said why couldn't it be rudy too but that's the thing rudy two is rudy one rudy one's just at a different development than rudy two is like he has all that capability except with the storm that got split into a whole different person and thus that's why the other struggles so much but when confronted uh, uh, he wants to be a better person and that's kind of what we learned too with him and and the nun i forgot her name already is that you know when he's committed when he finds something worth um trying to be better for he uh he tries to make that effort to be a better person he's just not as easily uh linked to those skills as his uh his altar and then what else i think that pretty much explains that storyline for the most part you know i already shipped jess and and rudy so you will hear no complaints from me uh what else i think that's about it uh finley didn't have too much of a role in this episode yes good character development for alex um i just like his comebacks because they're great uh what else i think that's pretty much it um it wasn't wasn't too bad too terrible for me uh but i am uh, curious to see what you feel about these jumpers because that's a little bit kind of a touch and you uh, i laughed when you said simon and alicia <laughs> you're like uh, i'm trying to make this case but no i really can't <laughs> simon the thing it wasn't the thing with simon is he wasn't gross he didn't have that same trait right it wasn't that he was creepy and that's the same thing with rudy he's not creepy as in he might turn into a serial killer or a rapist but he's gross in the way that nathan was gross and that's that's the hard part to reconcile because if you're not someone who likes gross i for i just completely forget i turned i tuned the gross out man i i tune it out I absolutely tune it out. The day he has a lot of heart. Um and he could do better. But uh it's 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 a struggle. <laughs> it certainly is a struggle. But him also realizing that the other part of him is a huge part of him. Um and finding some worth between those two. I think that was the biggest part of this arc that really did have uh some feels for me. So if you want to join in the next conversation or the next episode, I should say, blackocouch.gmail.com. My social media will be below. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and black magic. <laughs>